0: studio karen new studio who did (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i can't believe it it's so it's so cool like i can't tell you how exciting it is to be in here and we i believe are the first show that is not keith that is in the new studio (laughs) so he said he doesn't want to count himself as as doing it so it's us you count Keith <laughs> I it was seriously like no pressure at all for me <laughs> you look nice be- you look beautiful in the hangout so oh
1: thank you you too green looks good against your skin tone I girl know, you right? the emerald a little more yeah.
0: Karen is seeing this uh green screen that we have up so that's what you're seeing there so hello everybody I hope you're listening. I know that Instagram was down all day, so you may or may not have been reminded that we were going to be recording. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we are. We're live. We're live. We're lit. And it's episode 23, Independence Day and Kawhi Not. And I think we have a lot to talk about, don't we?
1: It's a a fucking list. Where
0: do we start? Well, first off, since it is going to be the 4th of July tomorrow, I thought it would be great in the spirit of Independence Day to share a 4th of July memory that you may have. So do you want to start or do you want me to start?
1: I mean, what's sad is the only bad memory I have. It doesn't have to be bad. It could be good.
0: My nephew. Oh, I don't have good ones. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So what's the Fourth one of July in you
1: know? my holiday? Ask me about Halloween. <laughs> and
0: then we'll go. Okay, so you have no Fourth of July memory at all. No,
1: because no. they're all trash.
0: Okay, well I have several, but I mean, okay. but I again, like they're not good. They're not like, hey, okay. yay, we know how to do Fourth of July. We don't, absolutely not. Like none, no one in my family knows how to do it. I don't think anybody <laughs> on like the West Coast knows how to do Fourth of July very well. No, we don't. No, because I when I lived in New York, it was lit. We were on a boat. We were on some dock. We were over the river. We were at the Hudson River. I mean, Damn. we were like there was the Macy's it. firework. There was lines. It was like it was just ginormous. And as you know, they're doing something this Fourth of July on the uh, in DC. I don't even. I'm not even get into that, but that's all going on there. But my Fourth of July memory. I have a couple. One, I remember because you know how dogs are afraid of. Fireworks. Well, most animals are afraid of the sound of fireworks. Yeah. So yeah. I remember me and a, a friend of mine, I think we were in junior high, and um, our neighbor was going to go out of town, they had this old golden retriever. And they just asked if we could watch them because I think they were gonna go camping or something. And, of course, being young kids we got high and totally forgot that we had to go and walk this dog oh. <laughs> so oh no. we we're like shit like the next day we we're like oh my god we've totally forgot to walk this dog and then when we came in it had shit all over the house like dumps like mount oh little no. mountains <laughs> all over the house. because the fireworks scared it and we didn't walk it and we were like trying and the whole house stunk like shit so yeah that was a memory that I will never forget that happened what to us. A mess.
1: I mean, <laughs> oh my! Friend. My bad memories. My bad memories just accidentally like I had a cigarette and my nephew walked by me and got <laughs> burned in the neck.
0: <laughs> no, you know what? My I see on the chat that Marcy Marshall, who's a friend of mine, she asks if oh, she Mar- was there. Yeah. I think it was her. I think it was you, Marcy. I think Mar—it was me oh, and Marcy. And we had to clean up a bunch of dog shit. Uh, yeah, that I do remember that. Wow, good, good call, Marcy. Uh, Marcy, I know. Was I remember. there? Right. <laughs> um, also, um, another memory I have was that we had um, a friend of ours, actually a friend of mine and Marcy's, her nephew put one of those, uh, one of those things that spin around, the spinner fireworks, in between his toes and lit oh. it on fire and burnt his foot. <laughs>
1: So, what a
0: dumbass! yeah, they're never, uh, it's never a good fireworks memory. And like I said, I don't know if the West coast can really do 4th of July very well, but anyway, no,
1: I don't think we do. I, don't I, think I figured in really the spirit of the
0: independence day, we would do that little shtick. Um I for a little house cleaning and updates, as I mentioned, we are in the new studio. And please, please, please chat us, because on the app you can chat us or on the website. And um if you like what you hear, make sure you share the app with our with your friends and your family. And as always, you can follow us at the hoops talking in um Instagram or Twitter. So and leave DM us, uh tweet at us, we respond. And if anybody's noticed I've started doing some design work onto our account, yes. uh, especially it's on what, Instagram. It looks pretty good. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a graphic designer, and so I'm doing what I can with what what I have. But
1: you got that creative vibe, man. People are telling me, "Oh, you guys got like."
0: People doing stuff for you? I was like, no, that's all. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just using like these free apps. But anyway, um, I'm trying. I'm trying. Trying to keep it. Our,
1: our school's coming into play now. You know, art school's. <laughs> right?
0: I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm learning how to mask and layer and yeah, technology is making it super easy for me now. Um, Okay, so I think we want, because we do have a long, long, long list due to free agency, I figured we would start with let's get social at the top so that we can just like dive into these topics that we've been wanting to talk about. It's
1: definitely a good transition for the 4th of July.
0: Right? Because the first little piece that we want to cover is something that I first saw in the Wall Street Journal, but because I'm not going to subscribe to them, I couldn't read the full article. So I had to wait till it came (laughs) to the New York Times the next day. But basically, the headline was, Nike Pulls Betsy Ross Flag Sneaker After Criticism of Slavery Era Imagery. So... Basically, what happened is it's this um, Nike had planned to celebrate the 4th of July with this special edition Air Max 1 quick strike featuring in the American flag on the heel. But instead of using the normal 50 star flag, they featured the 13 star model, which was a design associated with the Revolutionary War. Um, and it was created by the Philadelphia seamstress, Betsy Ross. And for some people, you know, that's a painful history of oppression and racism. And it was pointed out to Nike by um, Colin Kaepernick. And he is the face of Nike. And he said, hey, this, do you, you realize how offensive this is, th- this particular imagery? Um, because it, it you know, it highlights the oppression that was happening at the time, you know, when the revolution was happening. Because, I mean, the revolution clearly was not for everybody, right? Um, And so they they pulled it. Nike immediately was like, ooh, my bad. And they went ahead and pulled it. And I'm just like, sometimes I wonder who's in the room when these decisions are being made to begin with.
1: Yeah, who the fuck approved this to production? Like... (laughs) exactly uh, and did you think betsy ross was retro cool like nike didn't even come out at the time this fucking
0: flag was like <laughs> in existence like what the f- i mm-mm. well you know and the thing is too is that i feel like there's so many different stages from prop from like the concept of a product to a product yes. being, a, a, the concept being approved to the product being approved. Like there's so many stages, especially when it's something that's like a once, once uh, in the year um, event that why was this even, um, you know, okay? Like who, Marcy wrote in the chat, white dudes.
1: <laughs> what she said. Yeah. No, she's yeah. right. Pretty much. It just went through a bunch of white dudes in yeah. Portland. And like, you know, they were like, Ugh, retro. I don't know. It's, it, and we know it, too, with our our jobs. Like, at least 50
0: fucking people look at our shit. And that's oh, not even as big as a fucking shoe from Nike. That, the, the fuck? That's how many people look at a fucking tweet where we, where you work. <laughs> yeah. You 50, <laughs> 50 people 50 look at a fucking tweet rich. to say, like, happy 4th of July. Should we say 4th of July? Yes. Should we write 4th out in letters? Should we make it or the number 4? Should we, yeah. Is you it
1: say Independence Day? Yeah, should Neagela, we have a fly? And like, it's just like,
0: it's a fucking tweet. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Nike did pull it. Of course, I believe um, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out ugh. that if Nike, you know, didn't want to uh, support america that maybe they would rather support a different shoe and he posted a a red shoe with a sickle and a hammer like russian and i'm like oh i know your dad's wearing those already so that's cool whatever and then some other guy was like i'm not wearing you know how the backlash is they buy they own all these shoes and they burn them whatever and like okay fine whatever it's dumb You know what? And honestly, like a lot of people shouldn't be worried about these shoes in our, you know, politics right now because there's a lot worse things happening than these shoes being required. uh,
1: Much worse, where people probably don't even have shoes nor food.
0: Right. Right. In our own backyard. So, okay.
1: Okay. But my opinion is are you going to still wear Nike?
0: Me? Yes. Yes. I am because (laughs) of course I am. I mean, they made the decision to pull it. So I'm good with that, you know? if they put them out you know that's a different story but they were but
1: do they did they need to shut down and do some di training like starbucks like i just feel like there's a something fucked up happening internally that this should have never made it into actual production and shipped out
0: yeah well i mean i believe nike historically has always you know they have they do have internal issues that's something that isn't new um but i think that they're Hopefully they're trying, you know, I see them trying more than other companies. So, I mean, that's a good point, but yeah, I would still, I'm still wearing my Nikes. (laughs) I'm still going to the Nike store. So are you, are you going to stop wearing them?
1: I won't buy new, I won't buy anything new
0: for a few months. That's just cuz you're broke. That had nothing. Yeah, I'm broke anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> they call me out. You gotta act like we, you know, famous here.
1: So people would listen.
0: Oh, I have nothing to do with your uh morals. It has everything to do with your bank account.
1: Wallet.
0: Um, okay, moving on. Something this is something great I thought happened in this my uh, Sunday New York Times, the Sports Sunday front page. Um was dominated by women. So women athletes were in the full front page of the New York Times. I actually brought it in so I could look at it and it is glorious. So the three athletes, it's so great, right? It was so Mm -hmm. inspiring. The three women athletes who covered the front of the Sports Sunday were Maya Moore of the WNBA. She used to be with the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, Serena Williams and Megan Rapinoe, who is burning it up on the the soccer right now, the World Cup. So I didn't read the Serena story or the Megan story, but I did read the Maya Moore story. And I thought this one was so, I mean, it was just so interesting. So she decided to sit out her 23rd session, I'm sorry, her 23rd season and not return to the Minnesota Lynx, but instead is working to overhaul the American justice system um, and it's prejudicial treatment to black and brown people. And, her, um, her story is personal as she works to overturn the conviction of Jonathan Irons. And wow, like she said, she calls it her higher calling. Um, uh, her family started to do outreach and, um, met this young man and heard his case. And they feel that he was wrongly accused. He, uh, was, you know, he's black and he was, came from poverty. So it was just, he said it's the wrong place at the wrong time. He didn't even have, uh, they didn't even have any evidence and yet they convicted him. Um, I believe it was, he was convicted when he was 19. He's 35 now. So really what she wants to do is she wants to, um, well, it's now personal because he's now friends of the family, but also she feels like this will then help Um, with all other cases, if they can overturn it. So first they have to see if they can get a new hearing based on new evidence and then, you know, work that way. So she decided to take some time off so that she could concentrate on that. But, you know, she also took time off because there really is no time off for for women who play in the WNBA because they don't make enough money to have an off season. So a lot of times they have to go... Um, out of the country to make, to earn extra money. And so she had the seasons where she, she just got burnt out she was, had no rest. Um, so that's a great story. I mean, you can find it in the New York times, um, online, but, um, I, I didn't read the other ones. I know Serena's in Wimbledon right now and Megan is in the soccer, but what do you think about that, Karen? That I means she put her whole career on hold for this cause.
1: I mean, like she said, it's a higher calling, right? Like basketball is a passion, but I think this is something that she can do that can be a domino effect to help others in the future right. that are wrongfully, you know, um, incarcerated. And the fact that like, it's almost going to be half his life that Jonathan's behind yeah. bars, like, yeah. and to to lose that piece of your life from 19 to 35, that's so pivotal right now. Yeah. Um, so, and it's, especially when there's no evidence, you're convicted, you lose your life. Like, that shit's so fucked up. No one deserves that shit, period. And so I, I just think it's, like you said, it's super commendable. I think it's amazing, not just her, but her family behind him. Right. Um, and what they're going to potentially succeed in is going to open up doors for so many other people and block this, like, mistreatment of of people of color in general and just kind of the prejudice that's, you know, put on them um, for. Every stupid little crime, right. or not even the crime that they've committed,
0: right, right, I mean we see it all the time. it was just I thought it was a really interesting story, and I mean, and that 's truly an American in my opinion, going with our independence Day yeah. theme you know she's i definitely like that patriot. I do like
1: that true American right there, baby
0: um another good story that came out of I think this is the It's not the Athletic, it's the, oh, the Tribune. The Players' Tribune was written by Sue Bird, who happens to be the girlfriend of Megan Rapinoe, and it's called, So the President Fucking Hates My Girlfriend. And it's very, it's a super good read. It is so good. I recommend anybody that's listening to go and read it. Um, It's pretty fast, but she does like a 10 10 or 11 lists of reasons why um, her girlfriend rules and why the president kind of hates her um and as you know um karen you were telling telling me about what she said about visiting the white house what megan said about visiting the white house what was that
1: yeah she was being interviewed and she literally just said you know the reporter asked her if um they were going to go to the white house and she's all well (laughs) fuck no (laughs) one and two we're probably not going to be invited because why would you know like why would Cheeto invite <laughs> one of the best soccer teams in the world Right, better than the men, the U.S. men's soccer team? Like, yeah, fucking right. And then I think I didn't want to see Trump's fucking response because right. I didn't want to give that motherfucker any airtime in my fucking eyeballs. But right. I thought a little bit and he was like, why don't you guys win first? I was like, bitch, get the, fu- like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Well,
0: get the fuck out. I just I heard too that her um jersey the the top selling soccer jersey oh, yeah. I believe like it's been outpacing all Nike, other jerseys. I
1: think reported that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's a big thing. And then um so, so for those that may not know Sue Bird is a guard for the Seattle Storm and she's was she's been injured at the beginning of the season so she hasn't been playing but she will start playing. I think she's scheduled to play maybe right after the All-Star game. Um, so yeah, so check that one out. It's called So the President Fucking Hates My Girlfriend and it's on the Players Tribune. It's a great read.
1: She had she had a good point here. Number four, I really like this random fact, but it's totally related. Donald Trump has never invited a WNBA champion to the White House. In 2017, when South Carolina's women's basketball team, coached by a black woman, legend Dawn Staley, won the national championship, they were not initially invited to the White House. However, in 2019, when Baylor's women's basketball, coached by Kim Malke, or Mulkey, a white woman, won the national championship, they were invited to the White House. No issues.
0: Wow. Wow, facts. It's just all facts. I mean, what else can you say? She, I'm telling you, the piece is really good, and she does at the end. I love what she said. She's like, you know, um, she talks about the Friday game where they defeated France, and they said, but on Friday it was like for, it was like for this one perfect, fleeting, uncomplicated day. I was everyone in love with Megan Rapone. It's a great piece. Mm. She's really. I love it. And you know, also the I believe the United States soccer women's soccer team is suing for equal pay. So, I mean, fuck. Which is, yeah. We do not Uh, want to fuck with these women, I'll tell you that. No, and
1: I think they've been doing that since 2016, since the first time they won. So, like, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. And, yes, they are more profitable than the men, especially if the jersey is the number one selling jersey for Nike right now. Like, hello?
0: Fuck. Oof, this shit pisses me off. I know. Let's do
1: some happy
0: stuff. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Just really quick with the WNBA. The All-Star voting is happening now. It ends on July 9th. Um, The LA Sparks have a lot of uh, people in the running. Um, They have the Umake sisters, uh, Neka and Chanae. And I believe um, Chelsea Gray is also um, in the lead there, too. I'm a huge fan of Liz Kambaj. She is, like, fucking gorgeous. And I, I totally dig on her. So she's there. Kempage. I'm sorry, Liz Kempage. And um, so, yeah. So the voting ends on July 9th. And then the All-Star Weekend is July 27th. But they're doing the July 26th um, as their, like, you know, day when they do all the um, all-star weekend and then um, it's going to be in Las Vegas. So what's really cool is that um, I, the Sparks are over 500. That's my team. And my sister and my nephew are coming here to L.A. for the 4th of July weekend. And I'm going to be taking them to their first Sparks game at Staples Center. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm really excited. He's super excited. And, you know, uh, the, what is it, NBA 2K20 is going to have WNBA players in the game. So I think a lot of people are, like, excited I've I heard for that, that, too. Yeah. That's so cool. So that is. Um, I forget what. I forget what player but she tweet a WNBA
1: player tweeted it out maybe and I agent? tweeted it
0: but she was like yeah. yeah she was
1: just like oh shit yeah i'm gonna start playing now
0: yeah 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 no it's very cool I I'm so my so my husband actually turned he has the uh, NBA 2K19 I guess whatever the latest one is and I'm like oh you know what I'm gonna start playing it so that I can play the new one I was like a fucking I'm done with this game like within two fucking minutes I'm like how do I shoot the ball (laughs) I I don't know how to do this I have no patience for like the learning curve and he's like telling me like no hit this hit that and i'm like i what what this where's the up down button why do we have levers on this thing and like it would shake and like yell at me and light up the controller and i'm like fuck this shit so he ended up playing it for the rest of the day because i'm like i give up like i don't care
1: Please reenact that whole scene for me. Like you throwing the <laughs> controller and saying, fuck it. Like, let's mean this shit.
0: I think we need this for the show content. <laughs> I, well, you know what? When you come, you, you're going to be here at the end of the month. When you come, you can fucking try to play this game with me. And I mean, it'll be a fair oh, yeah. game. Because it's like, I yes. have no, I don't, I mean, I used to play video games when I was a kid, but it was not as common. Like, this shit, like, you can go fucking buy, you have to buy your sneakers. Like there's the whole yeah. shop where you buy your, you have to design your. I'm like, what? My, I remember my nephew was playing it one day and I, and I was like, what are you playing? Like, I thought he was playing some shopping game. And he's like, oh, this is NBA. <laughs> he's all like, this is NBA 2K. And I was like, isn't that basketball? And he's like, oh, no. First, I have to design my shoe and then I have to go and find my, and I was like, this is a long way from. <laughs> <laughs> from me, yeah I was like, shit. I was playing Dig Dug or one of those <laughs> back in the day, Dig Donkey Dug. Kong. You know, like I don't remember having to buy Donkey Street Kong Fighter. anything. I just like throw barrels down this ladder or some shit with Mario. <laughs> so I don't know. And like I told you, the controller yells at you and shakes, and I was like, nah, next. <laughs> okay, we gotta get high and get a camera on us, and it's on. Well, you think I'm gonna play even better when I'm high? I don't think I will. Yeah. I think I'll be. <laughs> no, I don't think that will help me at all. No, I. we can try it. I ain't I never going to be opposed to getting high and Marty trying that. For you.
1: And-
0: It'll be a good content segment. That's what you know what we're yeah. going to start doing shit with uh, while on drugs and we're just going to say it's good content. I was <laughs> like, oh, this would be great for the for the IG stories. <laughs> yeah, for the pod. Yeah, I just need to start doing stuff like that. I mean, why not? Um so that wraps our social bit and I think it's very much aligned with Independence Day cuz these athletes are doing some real change in the world, not only with their status as World athletes, but you know, with their civil d- duties, so good for them. Good for them. I'm gonna, you know I'm so excited for them to do this. Let's do a little, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's jarring as fuck, but st- I apologize. <laughs> <You get it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we are gonna go, um, elbow deep uh-huh. into this next topic, which is the free and, agency.
1: Uh, and the
0: shit. You know, I just want this to be over so I don't have to fucking hear these people tell me that their sources, you know what, I might as well just look at a crystal ball and tell y'all where everybody's going. And like, do you know that the free agency actually doesn't even close until July 6th? So, all this this whole
1: fucking Sunday deadline. No, no,
0: no, no, no. That's when it starts. Free agency closes on July 6th. So, everything. So, for instance, um, you know how D'Angelo Russell was traded from the Nets to go to Golden State? Well, two days ago, Mark Stein reported on the Dan Patrick show that they might do a trade, the Warriors do a trade for D'Angelo to another team, Lakers being one of those teams that is in the mix. So that's not even a done deal. So you have, and actually they, it was funny because he did say something really scathing like something, Mark Stein said something like they don't need him or something like that. But yeah, so they're still moving him around.
1: I called it too. I called lo to
0: Lakers. I know you did. I know you did. I I can see that. I'm fine with that. Interesting. I'm fine with that. They're doing
1: a lot of back backdoor, backcourt situations here. Mm-hmm. I'm well, saying. I mean, right. and then
0: there's, like, Kevin Love where, you know, he's out in some fucking mountain shirtless in Canada or some shit tweeting out his naked pictures, which I don't mind. But, like, no one knows where he's going to land. I think they want to buy him out. I don't know. I have no No, you know idea. what? He's
1: going to land. His agent's going to land him another modeling gig for <laughs> Banana
0: Republic. <I> mean. <laughs> you know what? He was a real fat kid. You got to look at. So one day I did like an incognito Google search to go down the rabbit hole on his ass. And let me tell you, he was a fat kid and he is hot as fuck. Uh-oh. Hey, Anonymous Knicks fan. A good FA explainer. Oh, he put a uh, free agency explainer link in the chat. So if anybody's on the chat wants to, to see some yeah. explanation, you can do that. So that's awesome. Thank you, Anonymous Knicks fan, uh, 922. And, okay, so let's – I figured the way that we can, like, break this down is um, – I wanted to maybe, it's not necessarily like a grading, but maybe we could do something like the good, the bad, and the ugly and kind of look at all the the different teams, like what we consider. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure this out because there's so many, and I'm not going to do A minus, A plus because we don't got that time. But um, I would say, well, first off, we still don't really know the outcome for the Clippers, the Lakers, or the Raptors because we're waiting on Diva Kawhi. To figure out what his yep. life is, I'm all. I guess since Whitney Houston died, you're going to be the ultimate diva here because you taking your sweet Damn. time. I'm like, is this Mariah Carey That's- or Kawhi Leonard that we're waiting on? <laughs> <laughs> Did someone get her hot tea? Did someone get him some hot tea for his throat? Hot tea, please. please. <sighs> so we're waiting um, on him. Do you want
1: to call out team? And then we go good, bad, ugly. I don't know. Like, well, know, I Mary did a girl. list. Are we going
0: to do that? Why don't we do this? Why, so I made a list here. Why don't we look? So I would say the good, starting with the good. And you and Karen, you can tell me if you think I'm full of shit here. But I got the Nets, the Jazz, yes. Pelicans, Maybe. Warriors, yeah. Bucks, yeah. Pacers, Heat, sure. Blazers, Rockets, and Celtics in the good category. Now they could be shuffled around in any order who you think is like a plus to like you know a b minus even a c, so that's who i yeah. would i would sit sit that yeah. way okay, um, All right. the bad, so we're looking at like a c in the c's is D. ds well, okay, yeah, c high deeds are sons, magic, and bulls <laughs> and then the ugly. I'm giving Ooh. it to the Hornets, the Timberwolves, yes. and to the New York Knicks. <laughs> but Knicks. I want to caveat for the fucking Knicks. First off. Okay, do it. The Dolans hate their fans. That's the pro. He yeah. hates his fans. He don't give a fuck. And nope. the theory is when he threw Oakley out of the garden, there was a situation where Charles Oakley – was at the Garden and he got an altercation with Dolan's and he was thrown out and banned. And I think they're still in some sort of like, I don't know, proceedings, court proceedings. But apparently Oakley is such a beloved player of the New York Knicks. Like he is, you know, like a Patrick Ewing maybe even more so, because I know his antics are crazy. Like, he's like a Rick James. Like, they said he would pull up (laughs) in his car with, like, beer bottles falling out and, like, go and play and, like, kill it, right? (laughs) So, and since then, it has just, like, spiraled into, like, the curse getting bigger and bigger and bigger for the Knicks. Because now, before, people were like, well, you know what, the team does the best they can, but they still have this aura, and it's the, you know, it's MSG, and it's the Mecca. But now, with Oakley being kicked out, It, you know, tarnished it. And I'm sure he went around and and bad-mouthed, you know, the organization. Yeah. Yeah. So that is one of the reasons why, you know, people are saying that this is happening with the Knicks. But I really think that the Knicks got gassed up because all these media people, these sports talk, were saying that KD was going to sign with the Knicks and then he wanted to sign with the Knicks and they were blowing it up. Like, no, no one really came out in the Knicks organization. Well, I mean, I guess that's tampering too, which... The Lakers don't care about, but apparently the Knicks, you know, they didn't say anything. But I think that it's that. I mean, it's a media circus out there, and yeah, it's tough. But I do. I'm sorry. I just think that the Knicks they don't have the uh, they got the ugliest as far as visibility to what happened to them. But at the same time, you know, their their starting five is not. I mean, (laughs) it's not KD and Kyrie. But it's not, like, like, you know. Yeah. So and like you said, like the, why would the Dolans
1: care if no matter how bad the team is, they're still going to continue to sell out and have yeah. like the priciest fucking seat yeah. ever in the NBA.
0: Yeah, well, you know, like, the anonymous Knicks fan nine two two points out that you know Madison Square Garden is in the middle of the city, more or less, right? And a lot of tourism mm-hmm. and people go there, and so it's never not going to have the aura or the the visibility that it has so people are going to keep going but you know what i might even challenge that because it is easy it's getting a lot easier to go into brooklyn whereas before i mean it was forget it like it's trifling try to get oh, yeah. out there like people would tell me and, oh there's the thing is in brooklyn and i'd be like okay send me a picture because i'm not gonna go all the way yeah. to brooklyn but now yeah. i think it's a lot easier you know and
1: barclay center is beautiful it's a beautiful looking stadium from the outside and I can't imagine it not being like top caliber amazing food so like yeah build that franchise up do it
0: I mean people go to you know all the way up to the Bronx to see the Yankees so, and they have and, terrible food at the Yankee Stadium. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, sad. it's fucking the Yankees, what? and they have a sabaro in there. It's like, that's the kind of pizza you oh. have? You don't have, like, good pizza there. You have fucking sabaro. And then they have, like, oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's so sad. It's just, I mean, I know they added, like, a couple, oh, they have a fucking Hard Rock Cafe. So, f- that's cool. Um, you know, I, it's so bizarre there. It's... Uh, and you're just like, oh, I have to eat this shit because there's nothing else. I mean, you could go to – they have the, the vendors outside that do, like, the street meat stuff. They actually have a McDonald's across from the stadium, which gets poppin', let me tell you. Because <laughs> no one wants to eat that shit in the stadium. Plus, it costs, like, $500 to eat a hot dog there. You're just like, whatever, you know. No.
1: Um.
0: So, yeah. So, Brooklyn, I know that people probably – their Knicks fans would probably say like no one cares about Brooklyn, but you know mm-hmm. they. Are, I think they're going to start caring now. They didn't before. Yeah, let's see how that goes. Let's see, uh, Karen. You being a Warriors fan, you can you know the uh, the feeling of having now bandwagoners. So now that's going to be the Nets. <laughs> oh, big see,
1: time! Big time! You're going to see all those black and white jerseys oh, around yeah. New York, and you're like,
0: yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, okay. So I would say based on, I, you know, those, those were kind of my rankings as far as the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, and then just going kind of deeper into the free agency. Um, Karen, I put golden state warriors at the top because I figured you kind of want to talk about that. Cause it looks like, I mean, well, except for this D'Angelo Russell business where he might be traded. Yeah. What are you thinking? And do you think that they'll resign, um, DeMarcus Cousins? No, Demarcus. Okay. Even though
1: I believe, I believe they said they wanted Demarcus, but come on. <laughs> no one wants no. that Leo. He thinks everyone wants him, but no one wants him. No. Um, no, no. I heard we got Looney pretty cheap too, and I just mm-hmm. don't know how severe his chest injury is in comparison to Clay. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where you're like, all right. I'm really interested to see if D'Angelo does get traded. Mm. I, what that means. Like who are we getting from the Lakers? Like
0: You ain't gonna get Caruso because he's win. like our top fourth player. <laughs> so you're not gonna get him. <laughs> yeah. So because um, we 'cause we're we're gonna yeah, hang yeah, on to like, those guys.
1: But like you said, we thought we were done except for Kauai and like to learn these like other little backcourt sort of like maneuverings and like dealings, like some back alleyway bullshit. You know what I mean? It's just interesting to just kind of get deep into the NBA like this. It's it's business time. You know what I mean? Like this to me shows, this is why we call them franchises, right? Like this is a whole deal. This is like a game, a shuffle. I don't know.
0: I think and I also think there's been like a kind of a shift in how much the players are taking responsibility of where they're going to go, which is different than the past. Right. So they're starting to say, like, I want to play with my friends. I think there was a quote from Anthony Davis who said, you know, the money comes and goes, but your legacy is forever. So they're thinking about. How, who they want to play with and how they want to play. I mean, you can go as far back as the banana boat with LeBron, right? LeBron and Bosch mm-hmm. and Cena. Banana boat. <laughs> banana boat <laughs> gate, where they all, you know, that's kind of where they wanted to, um that's where they were landing. It's like they're kind of building super teams. Although, you know, it's like, I know that super teams are a problematic, but, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. I've said this before. That's how it's going. And these guys, they want to play together. And, and I, of course, I say that as a Laker, that might possibly be getting Kawhi and I have AD and LeBron. So I see the irony there because when it happened with the Warriors, I was like pissed yep. that that happened with the Warriors. But at the same time, I wasn't. A lot of stink. Yeah. There was a lot of stink about that happening with the Warriors. And now it's kind of like, I mean, I kind of, when LeBron went to the Heat, there was like Some stink. They became like big villains, but so I think. Well, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Well,
1: I was going to say. You know, the NBA used to be all about like the one superstar, the big man, right? Right. And I, I, to me, I'm kind of like I'm all about a super team, even if it's like two or three really good players, and then you've got the rest of the team behind them. Like to me, that's that's the essence of basketball. So why not? And I guess, again, it's a little selfish, right? The West has always been heavy and stronger, so I can get two shifts. Even if Kawhi stays in Toronto, like, that keeps it interesting, but it's Mm. still, to me, heavy on the West, so. Mm.
0: Well, okay, so looking at the Lakers, we have our starting five would be Caruso, Kuzma, Daniels, AD, and LeBron. Um, And no, really no bench. I mean, I know they just signed Jared Dudley, but... Okay. deadly. Uh, I know, right? So the he, Lance Stevens is still there. Um, Stevenson, he's still there. Um, I don't know what's happening with JaVale McGee. Um, so oh, I think, think Tyson, I don't know if Tyson back? Chandler is still, I don't know if he did the one year or if he's, Yeah. So I'm saying a bunch of names that are not very helpful to the bench, but that's what we have. So, and then if, even if we did get Kawhi, like literally nobody could get injured and you have all this load management that they're going to be doing throughout the season. So, you know, it may not be the best thing to get Kawhi, but I'm willing to take that chance if that's what they want to do. I just want to know so we could just move on with free agency, but I do think that the Lakers are going to be a very big question mark even with or without Kawhi on how they're going to move forward because of those things that I mentioned. Um, But I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping that this is this will be the year, you know, at least make it to the playoffs. That would be nice. I know it was rough. It was rough. Um, Some other teams, uh, the Utah Jazz is crazy good. Um, they have yeah. they got Mike Connolly before the um free agency started um Bojan, Moodiday, Jeff Green, they already they already had Rudy Gobert, Base Moore, So they have a good team. The Denver Nuggets look really good um with they I believe they got Ricky Rubio. They have Donovan Mitchell. Uh they got Bol bol. They they drafted him. Um let's see who else and Jamal Murray. The Portland Trailblazers. So this one goes out to I know. Uh, hopefully Marcy's still listening, but their team got like really, like I don't want to say they got blown out, but they got they made some big moves, which I find that to they be did. very interesting. You know, they stuck with Lillard, who of course he's like he's got the max. He's going to probably uh, retire with with them. They have C.J. McCollum, mm-hmm. Anthony yep. Tolliver, um, Rodney Hood. They got Whiteside from the oh. Heat. Um, yep. z- zon- zonja. um he, Marcy says he's gonna be doing his le blocking in Rip City. <laughs> 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 uh, not his next fans so Super Mario. Um, yeah, so they, I think these are, I think with Whiteside, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen here. I mean, they still have, like, uh, Zach Collins. They did get rid of, yep. uh, what is it, Meyer Lemon? Meyer, yeah, Meyer Lemon, yeah, he went to the heat. Yeah, yeah, he went to the heat. He did a good job at the end. Um, yes, he did. Who blocked, an out fan 922 says, block the shit out of LeBron. So, oh, My- uh, Leonard, Meyer Leonard or whatever, he he did do that. I remember that. Um, let's see. What else? Um, yeah, so I think the Blazers, they're looking good. I I, I put them in the good column. The Pelicans. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean. (laughs) Yeah. You got old man and the baby. Well, look, the Pelicans have (laughs) Zion, right? So you got that. You got B.I. from the Lakers. You got Josh Hart and Lonzo Ball. And then you got J.J. Redick. This team is going to be pretty good. I think that they're going to make a good solid run and I'm hoping that they're going to be fun to watch. Oh, I have a different opinion. Oh, tell me, tell me.
1: This is just such a weird mix. Like, I mean, the three from the Lakers, the babies, that's fine. But like, I don't know. I think there's going to be some growing pains here. Okay. Some, you know, new roomy situations, right? Like arguing over who left the fucking dishes in the sink. You know, I think there's going to be some hmm. interesting... But like you said, there is potential for them to be really good. I just
0: don't... I don't have the faith that that's going to happen right away. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very, that's actually a really good point, you know? You, so what you're saying is their youth will potentially be what...
1: It's a, yeah, it's a weird assumption of just like the the mix of players right. right now of their
0: starters, like, do you think that, you know what I mean? So, you know, because B.I. and Lonzo were starters, so they kind of have yeah. that experience, They have their which will maybe hopefully mm-hmm. help Zion. But I don't know, to your point, they're still very young, very immature, you know, mm-hmm. s- as far as like, um, even how they are outside the court. You know they have, they have uh, immature tendencies, so you could be yeah. right. And
1: when you look at when you look at LeBron, when you look at teams that have sort of this like innate leader in there, mm. to me I have faith in that that there's sort of this like pillar of leadership within.
0: Mm. I don't see that here, right?
1: JJ Redick ain't no leader to me,
0: right? I'm, no, you're right, you're right.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Interesting. Interesting.
0: interesting. They did have a good haul though. That looked good. I mean, it was yes, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on the um, on the eastern side, of course, we have to talk about the whole Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan going to Brooklyn. BFF situation. Yes. I think that this was literally the most sweaty and petty way that this all went down, in my opinion. Hell yeah. Um, yep. because they also he announced it on his Instagram story in the board the boardroom is that what his is called? I don't know. Yeah, conference board-
1: room. Remember, it? all of us were like, "No one's gonna watch the boardroom." Like, sure, announce your shit, but no one's gonna watch it.
0: I don't know who I don't watch. I think you have to pay for it too. Or I, I think yeah. it's on ESPN Plus. So I have not done any. Oh, I thought it was on. Oh, yeah. No, who's gonna pay for that? No. that. If anything, you could, which, what is Steph's? He does a, at Facebook Watch. That's free. I don't know what his is called. But, so those three have a show. But Kevin Durant announced it on his Instagram story or Instagram post or story, yep. whatever, of the boardroom. Um, and apparently, Steph was flying from China into New York to talk to KD and... By the time he landed, Katie had already announced that he was going to go there with Kyrie. <laughs> so, bummer <laughs> for you. Um, and then Kyrie, like, already made some sort of uh, video that talks about his journey to always want to be in Brooklyn. And how he, how, you know, it's his what? passion. Oh, yeah. I was, like, rolling my eyes. Because, so... Kemba Walker is now on the Celtics, right? And the yep. mm-hmm. and and oh. and Kyrie, you know, moved over with with uh, Katie. So Kemba, you know, he wrote this, you know, thank you to the fans, thank you to my teams, thank you to my player. I'm looking forward, you know, good luck to you. And now it's a new chapter, whatever. And Kyrie's like just said nothing about his old teammates or his old team, and he's just like. Swipe it under the rug, one and done. Now I'm in Brooklyn. I've always wanted to be here and this and that and what have you. And then apparently he and Kyrie are best friends, which totally makes sense because um, Kyrie is an Aries and Kevin Durant is a Libra. So they're a match made in heaven right there. Match made in heaven. (laughs) Forged in the depths. Match made in hell. They they complement each other very well. So, that makes sense to me. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, apparently, um, they took less money so that he could come along. I don't even know where that guy fits in the whole situation. I don't know where they met or how they know each other. I mean, you know, they could have met anywhere, you know, uh, Summer League, whatever. Um, I don't know how they came up together. I don't know the history of that. And then, um, but but they took less money so that he could um, join as part of this, like, big three, what have you. But... Um, they also have Teron Prince and Joe Harris, and then of course Jeremy Lin. So don't forget Lin Sanity <laughs> could be happening anytime soon. Um, <laughs> with that, with that though, okay, I just want to point out a couple of things. Like, cause, like everybody's saying, this is a, sure. this is huge for Brooklyn, and yes, you got the KK um, that everybody wanted. And here's my thing though: Kevin Durant is not going to be playing next season, right? Which means no, that he's, out, he's out. And that means that Kyrie is going to have to hold it down by himself. Please. Now, we all know when Kyrie does that, how that kind of works out, right? He had a young squad, yes. a young hungry squad in the Celtics. With the Celtics. And mm-hmm. he complained. And openly. You know, and he... Um, sh- just shares his frustration, threw the ball. I think he threw the ball out into the fans. And so I'm just thinking to myself, like, what – this person has these tendencies already that if he doesn't have his wingman or his best friend actually being able there to play, I don't know how this season is going to really be that could potentially I, – I mean, I shouldn't say that. This season could potentially be – bad season for Brooklyn because Katie is not playing I'm not saying don't sign these two guys I want to be here because I would you know sign them up they're great but I think that Kyrie he did this to the Celtics he had he didn't want to uh, play with LeBron you know with the Cavs he's like hell no get me out of here and so I don't know I just think that you know similar to like a Jimmy Butler who went to Miami Why did he go there? Mm -hmm. Because he wanted to be the number one dude. He couldn't handle being in Philadelphia where you have all these like Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and, you know, other guys that are part of like the bigger scene. He's like, I'm going to go to Miami. I'm going to be the man. Um, I've always wanted. It's funny because I always wanted to play there. But although Anonymous Knicks fan 922 has mentioned that everybody wants to play in Miami because it's good weather and they want to play for Pat Riley, which makes sense because Pat Riley um, coached the Lakers. So I don't know how, I think that the the Brooklyn season is cloudy. They'll definitely, you know, be contenders. Um, I think in the chat, anonymous Knicks fan mentioned that Brooklyn was in the Nets made playoffs Uh, And were last in attendance last year. So. Mm -hmm. And they had D'Angelo Russell. And they were heating up. They did. They were definitely heating up. So we'll see how that pans out. You know, they might. Their attendance might go up. I don't know. But we'll see. Um, So I don't know if that was such. I mean, definitely on paper. It's fantastic. But I don't know how much that's going to like. Be in the season. This coming season is going yeah,
1: to be trash.
0: Yeah, I feel It's, it's going to be plastic I bags think, on the sidewalk. I think that it'll be very interesting. We'll see what happens after that. Um, see the So 76ers, um, they re-signed Bill Simmons, uh, Joel Embiid, they got Tobias Harris, they got Al Horford. So hey, for Anna Sheila, hey. you know. I you know, get your, you're a man. Our, our Gotta guests, get that 76ers jersey. Yeah, our guest for our first show um, for the Good News Radio, Anna Sheila. she was a guest and she is a huge Al Horford fan. So now she can go buy the 76ers uh, jersey with his name on it. Although I think she said she didn't care for the colors, but I do think they have a really cool retro one. So she maybe she can look into that. Um, or like the
1: home jersey, white, you know. Yeah.
0: Get something, yeah. Something like that, that color color pattern. Um, and they also have Josh Richardson that they got from uh, Miami. So that's going to be still a good team. I like Tobias Harris a lot. I don't know why. Just He was with the Clippers. I thought he... I don't know. I've always thought he was very um, entertaining and just solid player. So I'm a fan. Uh, Let's see who else. The Indiana Pacers look good here. Um, They have uh, Malcolm Brogdon. They got him from the Bucks. They have uh, Jeremy Mm -hmm. Lamb. Uh, Victor Oladipo which was injured who was on my fantasy team and that yes, really Yeah, but fucked we love me. Oladipo. Yeah, Oladipo and he had that song out. I should find that song. <laughs> <laughs> he like dropped an <laughs> album and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see what um who else. They have TJ Warren, uh, DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner. And then um as far as like the Clippers kept Pat Bev, um Lou Williams, Montrell Harrell, um, and see Mo, Car- Mo Harkless, so they got him from the Trailblazers. And Dallas Mavericks is just a Euro team. They basically have all the Euros and Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes, <that's>
1: awesome. <laughs> well, you know what, what's funny on the the agenda right now? Your format, you're yeah. missing the Celtics here.
0: Oh, because they got um, Campbell Walker. I mean. And that's all that mattered to you, huh? Yeah, so like, you're, I'm just like... you're really married
1: to a Knicks fan. If you're going to be like, <laughs> I don't know about the Celtics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well tell tell me about the Celtics. I mean, I don't I mean, besides Campbell Walker, they have, you know, Jason Tatum, they um I think uh, yes. Rozier, did he end up staying or not staying? I don't know. I can't
1: tell because their their sites aren't up to date. Like yeah, okay. when I was looking up the Mets and all that stuff, like they're not up to date with free agency and yeah. what's going on. So I think they're they won't till after the six too, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So he you know, they have they didn't do very many moves. Um, uh, That one was a key move. They will be slightly better than they were last season. Because I think with Kyrie and Kemba, they're, you know, they're pretty much the same. It's just the attitude between them, I think, is what's going to make a big difference.
1: Yeah, like Tatum, Hayward, and Kemba. Oh, shit, yeah. That's going to be interesting.
0: I mean, they're definitely going to make the playoffs and everything. They didn't do too much. But, yeah, I was just like, I mean... Yeah, I don't like. I didn't want to spend too much time. Don't but care. But again, you know, who cares about the stuff? Don't Celtics? care. <laughs> <laughs> There's another show that comes on the Good News on Thursday nights, and they have a Celtic, uh, you know, cr- crush. So they have a ben. yeah, they have a fanboy of the Celtics, so he can take care of that on that show. Um, <laughs> I would say one of the real one of the sweaty petty ones was Andre Iguodala going to the Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh, Ooh, that, uh,
1: that hurt. That hurt me. I, I'm an Iggy fan. That yeah, hurt.
0: That was I, like I <laughs> Like
1: it it's, you know, the Warriors in the last 10 years have made questionable moves that a lot of fans were not happy about, especially with like getting rid of Monte and getting Curry, but mm. it was moves that we didn't have the foresight to see that was good. And so I'm torn with this Iggy trade, but
0: well, you know why they—you know what they did a it. fruition
1: for something better. You know what I mean? You know, oh, you
0: think it's a book? What? Well, pff, I mean, first off, he was going to be very expensive, so you know to sign him. So you got that going for you. And yes, I think it was the fucking book. I listened to the entire audio book, and let's just say he's just like wilding out. He's going on all these shows. I mentioned this the last time, talking about how. You know they were like, "Oh, you have a bruised bone," and he's like, "No, I have a broken leg. It's very different. I can't be playing right now, you know and so he's calling out the medical staff there um you know he, there's all these these things, the red flags you know that are the warriors, and you know I'm sure they were like, "Okay, Sis, if you think it's you know so terrible here, um." We'll just send you elsewhere so that we can get you know open up some cap space and you know build out a team and whatever. Oh my God! Uh, Anonymous Knicks fan says Uh, there's some Kawhi news. news There's breaking news on the podcast. What is the news? What is the news? Uh, Oh, it says Kawhi Leonard's decision reportedly will not come Wednesday. (laughs) It may not be until the next few days as NPA holds. So essentially, the news is there's. He's going to (laughs) wait. There's no news. Oh, oh my God. He's like, probably doesn't even, maybe Kawhi doesn't realize that everybody's waiting on him. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he hasn't gone. He's not on social. Like, maybe he's just like. Living his life and washing his clothes and, you know, driving around picking up some, you know, McDonald's or Le McDonald's, whatever they have in Toronto. And, Le, Le, Le you know what I mean? Like, maybe he doesn't know that everyone's like, hey, you know, we've been waiting on you. And he's probably like, huh? What? <laughs> you know, I don't know. But that's going to... Uh, This The only reason why this concerns me is there's more and more people that are going to be off the block for whatever the Lakers are going to try to do. So... I mean, does Kawhi not even talk to his teammates? Because Serge Ibaka is obviously, like,
1: tweeting some shit. Like, you know, crossing fingers, hoping this guy is going to make a decision and stay. (laughs) And everyone's speculating, does he know? Or is he also in the dark like everyone else? Like... Yeah. What's the deal? This hype is too much. I don't like
0: it. Well, that's all. That's all my time out, which we'll talk about later in our oh, you know, good. At, towards the end. Yeah. Cause I have some, some beef to, to about that whole situation. Um. Well, thank you. Anonymous Knicks fan 922 for that um, break breaking, breaking news. news into the, the live recording. <laughs> Did you see his latest comment? Oh, he says Kawhi went to Toronto to return some videotapes. At Blockbuster. He had some overdue books. Uh, oh, my God. We, and, okay, well, we'll get to that. But so just going back to, um, oh, and he also said, thank you for this information, our little fact checker here. Um, an honest Knicks fan said that uh, Rosier is now on the Hornets. So he did leave, mm-hmm. and that... Oh, that's right, Inez Cantor. Uh, Inez Cantor. Yeah.
1: did he have only, like, six minutes or some shit, right? Like, I remember hearing something, like, he had only, like, no... He was asked to make a decision, or... Yeah, really? so Blazers gave him six minutes to consider.
0: <laughs> wow. That, that's pretty fucked up. Well, I'm not surprised. Like, some of these things that you hear, these poor guys have to be put through. Some of them, I mean, remember wasn't there someone that got traded during a game? Like he was on the Damn, bi- he, I forget yeah. who it was. I, he might have been on I don't I don't recall. Harris, Harrison Barnes. Was it Harrison Barnes? He just got traded during a game. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> so, in the middle of the I mean, game. Yeah. I'm going to give you 6 minutes to pack up everything in this box <laughs> and make your decision for the rest of your career. Go. It's like Dude, a- Anes 10 million for two years, that, that's cheap. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In comparison to everyone else's, oh, well, a lot of these guys spend, do like that one year contract, too. That you know, they take like the minimum. So, there's that. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? Who else do we want to deep dive into? Um, the Bucks kind of stayed the same, I believe. They lost yeah. a couple of players. Derrick Rose went to the Pistons. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. um, Isaiah Thom—is that right? Isaiah Thomas went to Washington Wizards. That's what I have here in my notes. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess really until we know is where Kawhi is going to play, there's still a lot of moving pieces.
1: Um
0: yep. I think anybody that hasn't. I, I mean, I worry about the Lakers. I really worry about the Lakers. Uh, you know, if they're betting all on Kawhi and he's not going to go there, I don't know what is.
1: I, I'm worried for you because Jalen Rose is like 99% sure Kawhi thing in Toronto. Well, he
0: also said KD was going to sign with the Knicks. So I don't really trust whatever K, uh, what he says. So there you go with that. True.
1: So True. whatever.
0: And you know what? In the light of day, I don't think that the Knicks – shit is as bad it's sad it was fucking sad let me tell you Stephen A. Smith's complete emotional break breakdown I mean I was living for it it was amazing I will say that I saw the video yeah it's an anonymous <laughs> Knicks fan 922 looked shocked and um. I mean I did take his shoelaces I was you know wanting to make sure he was in a safe place the whole day <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh, no ties that around him. But I think, you know, after a while he was just like, it is what it is. And it's rebuild here, I guess. I know it's been a long time, but. <sighs> and he I know an honest Knicks fan said he would does not want to hear any junk about how they're waiting for Giannis, I believe is what who, who he was saying in 2021 or something like that. I don't know. But. I I will say that I'm more concerned about the Lakers um, than I am about the Knicks right now. And oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what.
1: did Didn't the Knicks back out of the Kawhi conversation? Like they had a chance to be a part of that. Oh, they backed out, so. no,
0: I think it, they backed out of the KD conversation. So these motherfuckers. OK, so this is where I get like I I understand the fans like I'm I, I feel bad for the fans because I honestly think the Knicks organization hates the fans because of what yeah. they have done and what they've demonstrated. Right. I know Dolan's was like last year. He was like, "Oh, we're going to see big things this summer." Well, that did not pan out the the way they did. And then when they didn't get KD, when KD decided he was going to because there is a story, there is a narrative that said um, KD would have gone to the Knicks if he didn't get injured. Because what happened was the plan was that he wanted to go there and and bring Kyrie, but because he got injured. Kyrie got the leverage, and Kyrie doesn't want to go to the Knicks. So then they ended up going to the Nets, and there's also some association with um, Live Nation and Kyrie. There's a lot of other things in play which, due to Kevin Durant's injury, then caused the shift to the Nets. So I I think that, you know, they really gassed up that whole narrative of – you know, getting KD because this that was the potential, but then you know, he got hurt and a lot of things shifted in the whole um, leak. But with that said, um, the one thing that I noticed about the whole KD thing is after he made his announcement, like the Knicks put out this tweet, and they uh, I think it was Ramona Shelburne on the jump that mentioned this that said something ridiculous like oh, we didn't want to give KD the max because of his injury and what have you. And you're just kind of like, what? Like the stupidest thing to me is that you would come out with a statement that said that in the end you would not want to give KD the max because of his injury. It's like if that kid was in a fucking coma and you had the potential to sign him with the max, Fucking just go for it. Go for broke. Yeah. Just do it. You know, that's what I mean. And so the Knicks putting out that statement to me, it was just rookie that was like Bush League shit that they do and that's the kind of shit where you're like why do you hate the fans so much why do you exactly. fucking hate the fans the fans fucking love you they pay those prices for the seats they go you know to boo the commissioner dedicated. during the draft they, they, they're there I mean what is it 20 years over 20 years waiting for something to happen I mean I don't know I feel. I well, feel yeah. The point. headline
1: I told the headline I told you was just a few hours ago that it it was revealed that the Knicks canceled the meeting with Kwai because they were they wanted to pursue other free agents. They were afraid oh, that okay. they would miss out. So,
0: oh, really? Because who another, they picked up yeah. was really mm-hmm. a fucking boon in the end, right? Julius yeah. Randall. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, that <laughs> in place of KD or Kawhi. Okay. <laughs> That just doesn't seem to add up yeah. to me. It doesn't seem to no, add up. No, It doesn't. Yeah. Well, I don't good know, for but them. you would be what
1: Anonymous Knicks says if you guys were still living in New York you'd be watching those Knicks games regardless. Yeah, would be I tickets. would go I would
0: go buy tickets for when they were playing the Lakers. So of course we went we went to the Staples when, when the Knicks were uh playing uh the Lakers. Not the LeBron first LeBron season but the season before then. So yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't, I mean, if he were to buy tickets, I would definitely go with him if he invited me. So, yes, I would go because it's a free fucking (laughs) hot dog and a beer and a game. Okay. So, yeah. And I love basketball. But I don't know. I don't think that's the best argument for the reason. I mean, I'm advocating for the fans. So it's like I'm advocating. I want the fans. Maybe they need to fucking go protest, like the Laker protest. (laughs) Oh, you know, (laughs) I don't know. You know, they go out there. They need to be more tough, right? (laughs) I just don't
1: picture Knicks fans protesting. I feel like that's a very like an- they're a very anti-protesting. Well, for that shit. group, but what's anonymous? Yeah, what's anonymous? mix think?
0: <laughs> well, I think that they're. I think people in New York are very like they'll go out there and they'll tell you to your face. I. But it's just so they're like spellbound by this idea that the MSG is a mecca, and they're spellbound by the fact that you know they're so thirsty for anything right now and it's not because they shouldn't des- they deserve it they do deserve it it's just that they are you know they protest every year <laughs> yeah they do they do anonymous Knicks fan in chat says Knicks fans protest every year i guess now living with a nicks fan it's been tough to see this like it's devastating you know and then it's then it's the whole like um, I'm not never gonna watch basketball. I'm done with basketball. Da, da da And it's just like, I hate seeing this. It's just come on, do better. They had they had to pick up guys because they had so much money. They were just like, we are so oh. cash rich. We need to like just whoever raise your hand. Can you play? Okay, come on, come on the team. At this point, this is a
1: this is an abusive relationship. It is abusive. And I hope Knicks fans go to therapy.
0: I do too. This
1: is not right.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, with that, I think, I mean, unless there's any other, like, situation you want to get into, I think we can get into something else. Everybody on the chat, if you guys want to hear about any other team, I mean, I got it all written down here, but I think we want to move on to the sweaty and petty section because there's plenty of sweaty pettiness happening. So I think we should move on. Cause, like, to yeah, be quite honest, low. without Kawhi, knowing where Kawhi is, we're we're at a we're at a standstill. Someone tell Kawhi that we can't move forward until he makes his decision. He needs to move his ass on that decision. I heard someone say he's gonna put his decision on LinkedIn. <laughs> he's gonna update oh. <laughs> his LinkedIn profile, <laughs> his,
1: his MySpace, <laughs> his his.
0: His aim away message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to change it to... He should change it to complicated right now on Facebook. Um, I Yes. <laughs> right? It is complicated. Uh, well, you know what? Good for him. He is taking the time that he needs, and he's not on anybody else's timeline, and he wants to do what he wants to do. Um, Anonymous Knicks fan did say that he wants to hear about or- Orlando Magic, and I'm going to veto that. So with that said, <laughs> we're going to move on. To sweaty and petty because I'm just going to go right for Instagram and Facebook because fuck them. They were down today. They keep going down. Stop updating the app. I don't give a fuck. You know what? You had no problem still with putting fucking ads in my feed. Just stop. Stop. They like they even put. okay. so Instagram. Everybody went to Twitter. To find out that Instagram was down. And Instagram posted on their own profile with a hashtag Instagram down. So they even made their own fucking hashtag for their problem. Okay, that's not helpful. Of course, the ratios killed them because everyone's like, the fuck is wrong with you? So, you know what? Fuck these guys. Because not only does this shit happen, but they have a stranglehold on everybody on the planet trying to share so you know what make this a wake-up call everybody that perhaps there's too much happening on these platforms that are not allowing us to innovate ourselves right we're just waiting for these platforms to innovate because I you know I I did it myself I'm not a a, I'll point the finger to myself so last night I took all this time to create these plat these uh, you know, stories and all this shit that we're going to put out to promo the show, right? This yep. morning, I wake Beautiful. up. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Nothing's fucking loading. Nothing's fucking loading. And I'm just like, I was getting
1: that like exclamation point. At, well, on I the, yelled. Your icon I was like,
0: that, I was like, why is the Wi-Fi broken? I thought the Wi-Fi was broken in our apartment. And I was like, <laughs> the fuck? But no. So even I'm just. It made me go like, oh, there has to be a better way to make sure we can, you and I will have to discuss this like offline. But that just was a wake up call to me that these fucking platforms are way too powerful for how, I mean, how we're getting the word out and we just got to like be innovative. But anyway, that's who I just found them to be like, yeah, shit's down. Here's our tweet about it and our hashtag and no ETA and sorry and okay bye so i don't know what did you think karen
1: well listen and we talked about this on the side i don't know if we talked about it on the pod but i've always wanted to consult businesses around a- astrology mm. because number one don't be updating shit during mercury retrograde which starts mm. july seven. but we feel its effects early prior and post so They should have avoided that shit all summer. That's all I gotta say. There you go. That's where they fucked up.
0: There you go. Mercury in retrograde. Yeah. Thank you, Karen, for that insight. And, and offline, I got to tell you, my I just did a Celtic cross tarot read for myself, and it was oh, glorious. Shit. So I'll tell you that later. Um, okay, yeah. Um, we got to move quick here because we have a, a big um, segment that we didn't want to get to. So um, DeMarcus Cousins, um, basically Woj said there's no market for him. So no one wants him. We don't know what's going to happen no. to him. I'm going to tell you, he's a Leo, so he has a lot of, like, pride issues I believe um and it's all about him and no but nobody likes him but he thinks everybody does and this is what I'm talking I've always said that he's been a very toxic person so you know it's par for the course in my opinion for DeMarcus Cousins I'm sure someone will land him for like a thousand bucks in a bag of balls or something you know I mean Bigger chip. I'm sure we'll end up in the fucking Lakers bench, like everybody else that we're going to have left over oh, um, on the on damn. the the free agency. Uh, let's see what else. Oh. Um, Jared Dudley, we signed him, and I don't know if this man knows how to use social. To tell you the truth, his no. social icon is a picture. Uh, it's supposed to be him, LeBron, and AD, and he is like cut off of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> and his like handle is like jared dudley 19622 i mean it's like really like some something when you i don't i don't know i just was like i thought it was a it, i thought it was a a fake account like a like a comedy account
1: right um like he let he let them choose his screen name because he didn't yeah. want to add his own significant numbers
0: I, and he's verified oh so i was like is, is this i thought it was a oh. joke's account um and then also in a subreddit apparently they were calling him the Almer Fudd to LeBron James yep. and and they mocked up a picture of of Elmer Fudd sitting next to LeBron James so and that bad. was like to fucking uh um space jam reference there. Joke.
1: Um, so
0: so Ooh okay so uh Marcy Marshall here she wrote Humble Pie is taking cousins for a case of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah well you know what he was on the Kings pri- he actually played with AD on the Pelicans so you know maybe it's a reunited situation who knows but I don't I mean he's just toxic in my opinion um, okay so we want to move quickly to uh, we got uh, called out by two our special segment yes this is our special segment um, we're going to call it keeping it mellow Because this is about Carmelo Anthony. So we had two of our listeners, uh, Z-Cross and Weenie in a Bottle, that is their at handles, who called us out because they said we didn't talk enough about Carmelo Anthony. And I was, frankly, I was like, if there was anything to talk about him, then I would. That was positive. But there hasn't been very much positivity. Um, But you know what? I decided, I was like, Karen, let's do a little segment And I'm going to unpack a bunch of things. So I did a bunch of bullet points here. And so we can go through these quickly. All right. Let's keep it mellow. All right. So let's keep it mellow. So this is all according to the Internet. So I'm just going to preface it that because I don't want nobody coming at me with any fucking facts and shit and like Wikipedia this and that. I get it. The Internet is should not be the Bible of everything that is correct in the world but this is where i my where i had my fucking references and my resources so that's i just want to caveat that so that's the only intern we can afford okay google sorry that's that's my uh in my producer is google search um so carmelo anthony according to the internet is 35 years old he was born may 29th 1984 in brooklyn his sun sign is a gemini and he grew up in west baltimore so I believe, what's that? He's a, can you look that, well, is he a Cancer? What's his sign? No, he's a Gemini. Gemini. Gemini, Oh, I said that, sorry. Yes, so he is a Gemini, and you know, mm Gemini's. Cheater. Ooh, girl, you are Ooh. already <laughs> coming at him. Okay, I gotta get through this. Um he was drafted in 2003 with uh, LeBron James, the D-Wade, and the Bosch draft, and he went third uh, pick to the Denver Nuggets. He was at, played with the Denver Nuggets from 2003 to 2011, and he made it to seven playoffs, I believe always going out the first round. Um, he then was traded to the New York Knicks, uh, played there from 2010 to uh, 2017, and he, or actually, yeah, 2010, so he must have left the Nuggets in the 2010 season and then come over to the New York Knicks, and he made it to three playoffs while he was in the New York Knicks. And then he got traded to the OKC, um, and he played, made it to one playoff. He was there 2017, 2018 season. Then in 2018, he was traded to the Atlanta Hawks. That was on July 25th. Um, And he was, let's see, 2018. Then he had a one-year contract, a veterans minimum to the Rockets that same year on August 13th. So July 25th to Atlanta, then traded to the Rockets. And then um, he was then finally traded to the Bulls on January 22nd, 2019, and they waived him on February 2nd. So he basically was not being not playing, but he was still collecting a check from the Rockets. And now I believe he's completely out of his contract. So that's kind of like his career. And people keep saying like he should, you know, I mean, I know he played in the Olympics, and then they got a bronze in the Olympics. But people keep saying, oh, let's see, um, Anonymous Nick fan 922, um, who actually was also helpful in the search, says that Amari Sotomayor and Monta... All, sorry, I'm trying to read this, Alice, will work privately for at least five NBA teams from six to seven people. Be- what, is, what is this? I,
1: so is this I haven't tweet? heard about Amari in a long time, and in Monte Ellis, I mean, come on.
0: Okay, cool. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> He, uh, um, Mallow had some, some philo- philanthropic endeavors. He had the Mallow's Hood Movement, Three on Three, which uh, was dedicated to the revitalization of community centers. This is when he was with Denver. Then he established the Carmelo Anthony Foundation and has been active with the Hurricane Reliefs in Puerto Rico and an advocate for Black Lives Matter movement. His dad is Puerto Rican. His mom uh, was black and his mom died when uh, he was two. So um, he also had a line of sneakers, the Carmelo Anthony Jordan Signature Shoe Line. And you can find that at his the history of that at NiceKicks.com. It's actually a really nice piece. So if you want to check that out, um, let's see. He owns a soccer team in the Puerto Rico Football Club. Um, so those are like major highlights. So here we go. He was uh, separated from Lala in 2017 after allegations that he impregnated a woman from Chicago. He denies that he impregnated her, but he did admit to cheating um, with her. And Lala also admits that she has known of his adultery over their seven plus years of marriage. Um, Most recently, um, he sent Lala a birthday message and a gift. And it just so happened that uh, he he did this from a yacht that was in France that had another woman on the yacht whom he denies that he's cheating on her. And he also got mad at the media for blowing up this woman and the family or whatever trying to find out about her because she's just, you know, a private citizen who happened to be on the yacht with him. And so why are you trying to blow her up? Um that's so fucking bullshit. <laughs> what a gaslighter. Um, let's see. And so recently I just read that she has started proceedings um for to go, so they were separated, and I believe they have a ten-year-old son, and so they have filed proceedings to uh, further the separation to, I guess, potentially divorce because I think they were separated and they got back together. And I do remember him saying, "Like you know, what when you're on the road, sometimes that happens, and you're just like, you know, what Some excuses." <laughs> uh, so there you have it. I think it's pretty. I'm on the road every day.
1: day. I'm driving. I'm not cheating on nobody. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Karen, you know Life. what? He, you, you don't, you just don't know. Yeah. You know, sometimes you gotta, gotta do what you gotta do. Um,
1: you know, your pussy
0: slips. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that Z Cross and Weenie in a Bottle are happy with this happy. Carmelo well- Memory Lane and. Just get it out of your system. And now you don't even need to have a podcast about him because I pretty no much more. did a nice little Wikipedia roundup for you as far as what the internet says. So, you know, love it or leave put, it.
1: quick notes to mellow. There you, know you go. I mean? Keeping it mellow.
0: <laughs> Keeping it mellow. So Keeping it mellow. As we are getting to the end of the show, um, we have our timeouts. Oh, yeah. So, Karen. Do you want, I wrote one in here, but do you have one or do you want me to go first?
1: Well, I just want to time out. We need a bottle, Eric. (laughs) And that's cross. Because I don't know why they even decided to both wear mellow jerseys to the audience, uh, to the office, take pictures, and then leave that shit at their desk while they're in Mexico, Mm. out of town because you know I'm going to rip that shit up.
0: (laughs) Well, I have a video Um, of you throwing it, so yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's a a fake timeout. Again, like our favorite number one fan and troll. I appreciate the fun little, like, joshing and rivalry and stuff because that means you guys are listening, and that makes us happy. Right. So um, that's not my timeout. I think my timeout is, um, oh, shit, it was top of mind, too. Do you want me to go? And I don't know why I spaced. Yeah, you go. Okay. I didn't go. want to close it out because I didn't think my timeout was great, but we're going to have to do this for the sake of
0: time. Yeah, I know. It's not like being in the closet anymore. We actually have to, like, keep on the timely fashion. <laughs> um, so my timeout is going to Kauai Watch. So there's a hashtag going on called hashtag Kawhi Watch. And these Toronto fans, they need to take a fucking timeout because this shit is just out of control. First off, a helicopter tracked and and let this be known that no one confirmed that Kawhi was on that airplane or in Toronto. No one confirmed. They just said, "Yeah, we think that's Kawhi." So based on that information, um, they had a helicopter track his flight landing, his private plane landing. Um, and then they watched it land, and then they saw some black men come out of the, the airplane and go into the SUV. Then they followed the SUV, like a chase that you see here in L.A., and they continued uh, to track that SUV via helicopter to its final destination, where it was said that Kawhi was going to meet with the Raptors. And so in that place where that meeting was supposed to happen the streets were just flooded with fans all around um but there was a rumor that the raptors had actually flown out to LA to meet with Kawhi and that Kawhi flew back to Toronto around 6am so there's a couple stories there but i'm just like I, this is, okay, first off, this is something that this person does not like. He doesn't like attention and he doesn't want this fuckery. And you were just literally doing the thing that, like, he probably is like, the fuck is going on here. I mean, I remember them even taking a picture of him at a Home Depot getting boxes for something. I mean, (laughs) this guy, you know. He should li- he should really just make his decision so that this fuckery can stop because it's just getting out of control. A kawaii watch, you know, and Woj Bomb's telling you that he doesn't have a decision yet. Thanks. You know what? That's really fucking helpful. Yeah, time out for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please. Time out, Woj, and Shams. And, you know, all those shitsters on the jump and the quake and the boot and the bee and the ba, whatever you're on, just, ta- just I mean, there's a whole, we watched something this morning and they just kept talking, like, every segment, every other segment was going to be like, okay, we're going to talk about this and then we're going to talk about Kauai. And we're waiting on Woj to come in to tell us and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, you know what? Kauai... I'm asking you to please just make a decision so that we can just move on with our lives and decide, you know, what's going to happen with, their, with the rest of the teams. And especially as a Laker fan, I need them to do something because I'm getting very nervous. So that's my timeout to the Toronto Raptor fans and Kawhi Watch. So, Karen, a minute. You got a minute. A
1: minute. So my timeout is to Kauai. No. baby i guess you're not on social um but listen people are waiting they're watching and don't tell me Serge bach is not in your ear your agents are in your ear telling you what's going on over here don't play stupid don't ignore it like liz said please just make a decision pull us out of misery pull the rest of the world out of misery we don't need to keep stringing this along like You know in your heart already what you want to do. I get sometimes decisions take a long time, but get out of your cancer and your feelings and just make a decision, boo-boo, because at the end of the day, like, you're going to be good where you're going to be good, okay? So that's my timeout. One minute.
0: (laughs) Ah, you made it. All right. I did. I did. (sighs) You know what? That was a good timeout. I approve. I approve. That was good. Nice. We it it
1: you started it off real good, you know, the opposition of everyone just like being hot and right. crazy. But Kawhi has a responsibility. We talked about this on the baby's Friday night show about celebrities having a responsibility, understanding yeah. the reach that they have. And he's creating this swirl by not being aware of it.
0: Yep. If That's he great. isn't aware of it.
1: And I don't, I don't, I doubt he is not aware of it. Like he's got people. Even if he don't have social, he got people in his yeah. ear. You know, Serge is like, come on, come on,
0: bro. Yeah, come on. Well, boss. I mean, Serge Ibaka didn't so. help because on his show he did serve in bull penis. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's think I don't think Kawhi wants to go back for a second serving of bull penis. Um, no, who does? <laughs> Exactly. Okay, guys, that's going to be it for us tonight. Um, You know, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for the chats, Marcy Marshall and Anonymous KnicksFan922. We appreciate you um, sending us some information, talking to us on the chats. Um, Make sure you go to the Good News Radio and Podcast app. Um, It's on Apple and it's also on Google Play because Marcy, I know, has Android. So um, make sure you download it so you can (laughs) listen to us live and chat. And this uh, show will be available afterwards so that you could go ahead and listen to it if you didn't get a chance to hear us live. Um, as always, you know, follow us on Twitter and, and Instagram at The Hoops Talking. And um, as we always say, you want to make sure you keep it sweaty Sweetie. and and sweaty. Bye, Karen. <laughs>